Hello, and welcome to this episode of Say Something Interesting. This is the follow-up podcast for East Lake Tri-Cities Church. My name is Megan, and with me today is Lauren Wanamaker. Hello. Hello. Brent is currently driving from Indiana back to here for some reason that has to do with his best friend moving. And I, last I heard he was in Idaho. So Yeah, I think he was in Boise. Yeah, I don't know if he was like staying there the night or like pushing through. Or... We did not get the official itinerary. Yeah, so... I don't know what his... Yeah what the schedule is, but he's not here. So it's just Lauren and I, and we are super excited that Lauren said yes to recording. I mean, I thought it might be fun to just pretend to be Brent this whole time and, you know, see, see what people think about that. But this is, this is easier. So. I mean, I approve. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Lauren, today is the first day of fall. It's the yes. autumnal equinox. If you want to be fancy and scientific, like mm -hmm. I usually do. Um, so my question is, what kind of basic fall things are you into? Oh, man, definitely not pumpkin spice lattes. I can say that officially. It's just I've outgrown my flavored latte phase, <laughs> which I think is a good thing for my health overall. Probably. Yeah. Um, now, that said, I recently had the pumpkin spice bagel over okay. at Some Bagels. I didn't even know they did that in the fall. That actually sounds delicious. It was really, really good. I mean, all their bagels are good, but the pumpkin spice one was exceptional. Yeah. So I highly recommend. Um, they're not paying me to say this. <laughs> I do love them, but yeah, had no idea they did a seasonal thing. So nice. that was really good. Um, beyond that, I just, I think the weather, like the the feeling of it, I like the crispness in the air. Um, <laughs> I love the colors. I'm not really like a a boots and flannel girl, okay. but, um, I mean, I wear a flannel occasionally, but that's like year round. So, and then, I, I mean, I love Halloween. It's, okay. it's, it's up there for me. So nice. I feel like I'm not quite able to decorate. Like I'm like, okay, mm. wait till October. Don't be one See, of those people. My but, mom put pumpkins out in front of her house today. Yeah. I have a small, tiny jack-o'-lantern that I, that we carved with my family. Yeah. Last past week, few years, my mom has grown pumpkins and then just used whatever she grows as her like fall decoration. So, she, but she put a picture up that she put them outside. So yeah, it's going to be exciting. Yeah. yeah. So I'll probably wait till October yeah. to, to go nuts with the Halloween decor, but, um, Sounds good. yeah, it is exciting. It feels like summer was just, you know, this whole year. I mean, <laughs> it's like the whole year's time is like meaningless, but time is kind of meaningless this year. Yeah. Um, but I kind of feels like fall this week too, like the cool nights and the warmer days and, mm -hmm. Yeah, I personally, my favorite like basic fall activity is like apple picking mm. or like that's when I'm really a basic white girl. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I cannot fault you for that. I mean, we live in apple country, so I know I said that to a Latino person recently and I was like, that's a different that's a really white person thing to do is to like choose to go apple picking for fun, for fun. as a hobby to like pay to, to pay, go yeah, apple exactly. picking exactly. now do you are you a pie baker do you yes okay mm -hmm. I don't usually that's not usually why I pick apples I eat those apples because yeah. they're usually better but um I do enjoy I like that's my other fall thing is I start to bake a lot more baking is mm. one of my favorite things so pie and breads and other things like that I'm into squash so, too so like yeah. I've got a couple butternut I mean you know about my squash yeah. plant I've I've went on and on about it, but 
Yeah, I've got a couple butternuts and then one, at least one spaghetti that I'll hopefully get to do something with. So yeah, I enjoy squash as well. Yeah, Um, I have a yummy like squash enchilada recipe that I'll. Ooh, yeah, yeah, you should Um, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm hungry. I want it bagels is a little bit later today. So. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's that was anything else you got going on in your life, Lauren? Not really. Today was it did really feel like fall today. It I'm like, like it's fall. setting the bar high for everything fall. So I don't know. The dogs are happy. The air is clear. So it's like I'm really trying to soak up the the clean air like for as long as it's here after all we went through last week so. I know I smelled like a hint of smoke earlier today and I was like no don't do it <laughs> yeah too soon too yeah, soon for yeah. that uh, so. it might come back though because it's still fire season yeah but. cool so this um I don't know if I have anything else exciting that I made some ice cream and hot fudge I made hot fudge yesterday because that was my like last summer hurrah was ice oh, okay. cream and hot fudge. And homemade hot fudge is really easy to make. I was going to ask. Yeah. And um, so I posted a picture like you do when you're a millennial. Mm-hmm. And um, people were like, that looks so good. And someone's like, how do you make that? It's like, it's very, very easy. Sweetened condensed milk, chocolate chips. Okay. That's the secret. I'm and like, then butter. Okay. And that's it. Gotcha. It's delicious. Yeah. Sweet. So that was yeah. what I did yesterday. Well, apart from, you know, teaching students. Just like classic vanilla. Yeah. Classic vanilla. Okay. With some homemade hot fudge. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. And your your job yeah. of, you know, yeah. shaping young minds yeah. is obviously <laughs> not to be brushed aside. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, cool. All right, Lauren, let's get into talking about the, the sermon. Let's so yesterday, um, not yesterday, on Sunday, Brent, yeah. I keep saying yesterday when I mean Sunday. Um, Brent, time is meaningless. We had uh, week three of our God and Gold series, and Brent talked about um, empire and being in exile. And I'm trying to remember all the things he talked about right now because I didn't write it. So usually I let Brent do this part. (laughs) Um, And yeah, it was good. It's been a good series. It's been really interesting for me to think about like how me individually, how I like feed into empire ideals and like benefit from them, especially as a person who is like in a power, in a people group of power. Mm -hmm. And I think that for me, I have been thinking a lot about how do I like just unconsciously benefit from empire and then Mm -hmm. let that happen. And, um, and then when, when I feel challenged by people who are saying that's not right or, um, like this system is abusing whatever or taking from these other people. And when I feel like tension with that, that's probably because I'm benefiting from that abuse and, um, and my like self-serving side doesn't want to let go of that benefit. Totally. No, I've had, I've been having similar thoughts of just like, we all like for me, especially I, it's easy for me. And I think all of us to critique the empire and and things that we don't like about it and that we see that see abuses happen and, and the ways in which we oppress others. Um, and what is my role individually in that? What are things that either that I know about that I'm just, like you said, ignoring or or don't want to pay attention to, but what are things that I may not even realize I've absorbed from this empire mentality and, and can I, 
you know, are there things that I could change about that? So that, that for me as well has been very, um, thought provoking. Yeah. I think a lot about that too, in terms of like how I use resources. Mm -hmm. So I'm teaching a climate impacts class right now. And like we're talking about climate change and like their resources. And when we look at those world resources, the countries that have the most money are like using the most, but they will be impacted the least in terms mm. of like when those things happen. And so like, it's really like, you gotta like take a minute and be like, okay, how am I contributing to that? What am I doing to be part of that? And what am I doing to stop that and not be part of that? Um, and I think of like, I've been thinking about that a lot as well as we've been talking about empire and our individual roles and mm-hmm. how that, like how that plays in our whole world and yeah. like in terms of owning people and like being good stewards and, mm-hmm. um, for not just for the planet, but for other humans right. on the planet. Right. Um, so yeah, it's been interesting to like, think about that too. Yeah, definitely. Um, the other thing that kind of, I mean, that stood out to me as well, like I said, but the other thing that Brent talked about, um, I think it was further towards the end, but it was, you know, when we find our, and obviously we find ourselves in a a unique time in history right now, living through a pandemic, um, that gives us an opportunity to kind of reflect on everything, um, empire being one of them. Um, I know for a lot of people, it's, it's been a time of, of aligning or realigning priorities, like myself included in that, what actually matters. Um, but I think how do we, in relation to empire, what can we do with this time to reflect, to make things better? You know, people keep talking like, and I've said this too, when things go back to normal, but it's like, I don't think we're gonna go back to normal, at least not all the way. I mean, things like school and, and gathering and church are things that will, will probably go back to being what they were, but what could we think about now that we want to improve in the future, Mm -hmm. um, I think is, is something that is really important. Yeah. And like, and also hearing the voices of people who are saying normal wasn't good. Right. And normal was like part of being like people who are in a traditionally oppressed group saying normal was not good. Mm -hmm. Normal was not where we want to be back to. And so, um, when you have the ability to be to want normal back and then hearing other people say they don't want normal back and like reconciling those differences. And what does that mean for me as an individual? And, um, and where, and where can I say, yeah, normal wasn't great. Like how can like, and listen to the voices that are speaking out about how it didn't work for them. And, um, how can I like stand with those people and make our new normal, something that works for more people and is better for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. I think I've been thinking a lot about um <clears throat> like sitting in pain and being in lament and um he was talking about that with exile. Um and I wrote some thoughts down so I'm going to read them. Yeah. Um so being fully present in your pain is really what he was talking about and I was thinking about when we have I think American culture is very pain averse. Mm-hmm. Um but I think there's a lot of power in like sitting in pain and like wrestling with it and owning it and like sharing it with other people and yeah. like telling people that you're going through this pain. Um, I know like for me, like kind of a silly example is like breaking up with someone, right? Um, that's a pretty painful experience, but there's a lot of like power in not just moving on to the next. There's a lot of power in like sitting in 
that pain and like wrestling with it and what happened and what was my part in that. And I think that step of going from I'm in pain because of another person to how did I contribute to this pain for myself is like a big step that we don't always take either. Um, But an important one when we're like, when we're trying to move forward and trying to move into a place, a better place or a more whole place. Definitely. Um, So those are some things I was thinking about too. No, it's true. I mean, we really have a tendency in our culture to, to kind of gloss over that stuff. Um, And I, I think that people, it, it ends up very bad when people, people's feelings aren't validated and their emotions aren't validated. Um, and we can validate our own emotions too, by sitting with that. And, and even if, if it's, I mean, it is uncomfortable, but I think that's good for us to, to process what that means. And, and like you said, how, how we may have contributed to the pain that we're feeling and what that must be like for other people on a larger scale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. The other thing I thought is he had an Isaiah um, verse, Isaiah 40, 31, I believe is what it was. Um, and it, he started saying it and he's like, this probably sounds really familiar to you. And then I think he meant because it's like a really popular verse. But I instantly was like, remember the Titans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Because in, in so like, I think when they're at, when they're like trying, they're at a university trying to like merge the two, like mm. the black players and the white players and, um, um, Denzel Washington's character like quotes this verse from Isaiah and it, it was, I like kept thinking the whole time, remember the Titans, remember <laughs> the Titans. Nice. I'm going to read it cause it's funny. Um, he will not grow tired or weary in his, nope, it's not that one. Which one is it? Shoot. Is it the eagle one? Yes. He will soar on wings like eagles and I should know it. Oh man. (laughs) Now I'm not. Okay, here we go. Um, even though, even youths grow tired and weary and young men stumble and fall, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. So the, cause that's like the, he says that quote in the movie, mm. which I thought was funny. I was like, that's why it's memorable, right? Yeah. Cause it was in remember the Titans. I got to watch that again. It's been years. Do you enjoy the inspiring sports movie? I do. Like if it's yeah. if it's done well, yeah, cuz I'm not really a sports person, but mm. it's more it's not about sports. It's about <laughs> teamwork and inspiration, right? So I can get behind that if it's if it's well done, well yeah. acted and all that. So. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of the inspiring sports movie. It's one of my favorite genres. Wow. Yeah. It is very specific. Yeah, it is a specific yeah. genre. But there are a lot of there, them. It's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, Yeah, that and um, like period dramas. Okay. So like historical period dramas. Okay, yeah. Inspiring sports movies and like action movies. Those Mm. are my top three. Okay, what's your like top action franchise? Uh, Independence Day. Oh, okay. Yeah, Independence Day is probably, I would call it my favorite movie. Okay. Wow, I'm learning so much (laughs) right now. You've got squash enchiladas, the homemade fudge. I mean, this is like, yeah. Uh, Laura and I don't know each other that well yet. So. It's true. It's uh, And you just started your new job. So yeah, I feel so, like we have even And I started time. my new job the week after she started here. Yeah. And so we had one week where we like actually worked in the building together at the same time. Yeah. So And yeah. Sundays are a little crazy. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. yeah. There's no, yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so if you're like, this is a little dry, that's why. <laughs> 
people even know each other? Yeah. We're working on it, okay? Yeah. All right. Did you have any other thoughts from the sermon? Um, Not particularly. I am excited to just hear the conclusion yeah. of it and see what... Left it on like a kind of a cliffhanger. It was a cliffhanger. He likes to yeah. do that. Yeah, he especially does. Especially for the last It's very one. on brand for, yeah. for Brent. Oh, so. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yep. This whole series is kind of on brand for Brent. Like... <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about empire and our place in it. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll be good. I mean, the only other thing I, I kind of thought about was just the hope, like things feel hopeless. Mm-hmm. And, and while we don't want to, this is a good time for introspection, but um, we can hope in God, in yeah. Christ, you know, this is, it's hope for all humanity, um, which is yeah, he left us on a cliffhanger, yeah. but we we do know that. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I think also the process of like working through pain is really hopeful. Like, yeah, totally. There's a lot of healing that happens when you do that, and so that's a that's a really strong place for hope for the mm. future is when you're like working through and healing from things. Mm-hmm. So, for sure. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. All right, Lauren. So our next section, we're going to have such a quick podcast this week. (laughs) Our next section that we do is our um, something interesting. Um, And this is the part of the podcast where we share something that we read, saw, listened to, watched, whatever, um, that we thought was interesting. It's very subjective. So like, it's really just whatever we think is interesting. Um, and I will go first to get okay. us started and yeah. then you can tag on with what you have. I saw Sweet. that you had something. I do. So I, if I described to you a cookie that had two chocolate wafers and a like vanilla white middle, what would you call that? What cookie? Okay. Wait, say that again. So a cookie like a, that you buy at the store. Right. It has two chocolate wafers on mm-hmm. either side and in the in middle is white vanilla cream, white cream. What kind of cookie is that? Oreo. Oreo. Yes. That is what you would say. However, I found out this week that that was not the original of that kind of cookie. Oh, yeah. So originally that cookie was a called or it was by Nabisco. And, nope, the Nabisco Oreos are the knockoff. It was by a different company. I don't remember. Sunshine Biscuits. Hydrox were the original. Wow. Um, cookie that had the chocolate wafers and the cream inside and they and oreos were the knockoff brand but they (laughs) took off what a turn of events (laughs) someone got screwed yeah but don't be too sad for the hydrox cookies because the sunshine brand also makes cheez-its so they're doing all right oh okay but yeah it made me think like all i love like food history and Hmm how like different things are were were supposed to be this way or used to be this way and now they are what they are right so like oreo was the knockoff brand for a while and now it's like the premier brand of that kind of cookie are you an oreo person i love oreos it's the only cookie i buy at the store yeah i so (laughs) we just had the halloween ones again we had like a little like halloween party with my family i won't get into why we did that but it was it was very premature yeah we had some people that were leaving so we had a anyway we all love halloween so i had some left over because we normally don't buy oreos i i like them but i think i prefer them in things like Uh, i'm not a huge fan of the the cream okay inside i i really prefer the chocolate wafers but like those in a blizzard or those in like 
you know, ice cream cake. Mm-hmm. I'm all about that. Yeah. So that works. That works. I love Oreos. They're my favorite, probably. Unless yeah. I'm like, ho- unless I'm baking cookies, then it's chocolate chip cookies. But yeah. Yeah. Oreos d- are pretty much the only cookie I buy at the store. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm probably going to have to go back and buy more Halloween ones now because, <laughs> yeah. Because you've eaten them all? I've eaten them all. <laughs> Even though I just said I don't like the metal, but I do. I pull them apart and then I like. <laughs> do you not? Do you throw away I, the middle? I do. I do. I know it's so wasteful and I'm sacrilege. We're gonna, yeah, it is. I know. Uh, anyway. The wafers are probably my favorite part too. Yeah. I still eat the middle part, but I like the chocolate cookie on the outside best yeah. as well. Wow. Fun fact. Yeah. yeah. I, I had, I knew that like. There was another one like it, but I didn't yeah. know. I mean, there are like knockoff brands now. Yeah, that's true. That are fine. I mean, they're not as good as Oreos, but I was like, I was like shook a little bit that the Oreo was the knockoff brand for a while. Yeah. You know? Cool. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So if we want to talk Empire, <laughs> I, <laughs> and I'm still like on the cusp of this, this emotional response I'm having to this documentary. Oh. So I watched uh, last night. The Social Dilemma. Okay, I've heard about this. Yes, it came out September 9th on Netflix. I think it was released at Sundance earlier in the year. Um, but basically, it is a like hour and a half long documentary about social media and just the effect that it's having on society. And yeah, it was kind of mind-blowing. It, it's like you watch it and... We all know it's it's like McDonald's. It's like we all know it's not good for you, but every once in a while it's fine. We still have to eat, you know, and it's like <laughs> it's the same with social media. It's like I, I know it's not good for me. Mm-hmm. OK, you watch this, though, and you you want to throw your phone away. I mean, yeah. I I already use Facebook very sparingly because <laughs> I deleted it, you know, four mm-hmm. or five years ago. And then I had to get back on the horse for work reasons. And, and anyway, but it, it is fascinating because they interview people in it that have worked that were like part of the initial, um, just Silicon Valley yeah. tech people that know what they're talking about and are now debating the ethics of like doing this mm-hmm. because, and I hate to use this word, I apologize, but the level of data that we have now is completely unprecedented. Like in the civilization, I mean, just humanity, it's like, we are pretty much being mined and it's, um, I highly recommend it. I mean, it's, it's for everybody. I think anybody that is alive today (laughs) is like influenced by this. Um, but I did write down a few quotes because it was, it was like one quote after another. Um, but it was just fascinating. So, one of them was, if you're not paying for the product, you are the product. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So all oh, of these. Oh, man. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. And I'm just telling you about it. Um, but basically, our attention is what is so valuable. Yeah. That's what advertisers are paying for is our attention mm-hmm. and our our how can they captivate us? How long can they keep our attention? Um And then, so yeah, advertisers are paying enormous amounts to captivate us. And then the second quote, the gradual, slight, imperceptible change in our own behavior and perception, that is the product. So they talk about how, you know, even this, this minuscule amount of influence, but you expand that over, you know, time and then 
two and a half billion people that are on social mm -hmm. media, that's a lot of power. Mm -hmm. um, what could you do with that power? If you want to influence people to think a certain way mm -hmm. or believe certain things, that's the kind of power yeah. that this is giving people. Yeah. Um, so I know <laughs> something heard... interesting. It's like something horrifying. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it sounds really interesting. I've like heard other people saying things about it and I was like, I don't know if I want to watch it because it's going to probably make me scared, but I probably should. Yeah. So. I, I, and I mean, I think that I still think that like, you know, as millennials, we grew up in that tech era, but it, we, I didn't even have a phone until I was like a senior in high school. Well, I mean, and I'm a little bit older than you. So like I'm on the cusp of, I'm like an old millennial. And so, um, like I, like I remember when I didn't have a cell phone until I was like, well, I had one for a little bit in high school when mm -hmm. we lived overseas, but I didn't have one until I was in college. Yeah. And I didn't get a smartphone until six years ago. Probably. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm only on my second smartphone. Oh wow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so like I, but even then, like in those six years, my consumption of social media has skyrocketed mm -hmm. and like, even when I've been like, I don't want to do this. I'm going right. to cut back. It, it doesn't matter. It's just like sucks you in. Well, and they do equate it in a way to like slot machines mm -hmm. because you're refreshing. You're yes. constantly thinking, oh, what what is there for me now? Even after. So it does feed that addiction. Um, and I mean, I don't want to just be totally <laughs> inflammatory. Like I think that no. And they even say this in it, but it, it's like no one went out to create this this crazy. No one knew that this would be the result of what they created. Um but what is happening now is we're and obviously we're all seeing this is is the 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 truth is being eroded mm -hmm. um, because our feeds are tailored to us. They yeah. have so so much information about us as individuals that they're able to actually tailor our feeds on different platforms to um, our interests and our beliefs, and that can compound. And um, so yeah, that's that's powerful powerful yeah. stuff. Yep. Um, so anyway, I don't want to, again, freak anyone out too much because you also have to look at the other side of the coin that we have, we're more connected than mm -hmm. we've ever been. And it's, it is a tool in many ways, um, but we haven't seen anything like this before. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, there's never been like, no one's ever had a like personal computer that they carry around with them 24 seven. Right. Before. Exactly. So like there's, it. it's just like. The technology boom hit that kind of idea all at the same time. And yeah. Yeah. So unprecedented the to social use a word dilemma. that's been used so much this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking so. of unprecedented, um, I'm tired of being in unprecedented times. I don't know about you, Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing to go back to the sitting in pain. It doesn't mean you can't be pissed off. It's like we're all in different situations, but. I don't think anyone's enjoying this. Um, <laughs> it seems to be have become normalized now. And, and I am like, oh, yeah, we used to be able to just like, hang out in groups, groups and yeah, <laughs> go to concerts. And so, yeah. yeah, on Sunday, someone said something about movie theater. And I was like, movie theaters are open. <laughs> oh, gosh. What's yeah. a movie theater? <laughs> Honestly, I don't know if I'll go back to a movie theater. I'm not sure I will either. <laughs> At least not for a while. Oops. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but movie theaters not open in Washington State. Open yeah. in other states, not right. Washington State. All right, Lauren. I think that's it on that 
rather scary note. Yeah. Um, but we have a couple things to promo. The this weekend on Sunday night is our um, rescheduled worship night. Yep. The band has been working hard and getting ready to go, mm-hmm. and it's going to be great. Two hundred people in our area, like with masks, socially distanced. Yep. Outside their vehicle. Outside their vehicles, and then um, however many other want to be in the parking lot around in their vehicles. Um, yeah. Six thirty. Six thirty Sunday night. Yeah. So we can catch golden hour sunlight. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and put it on Instagram. And then, and then the get off Instagram. Yeah, for the gram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, so it's going to be really fun. And then Sunday at 10 is our live stream. Yeah. We have um, our God and Gold series finale, which is pretty exciting. And then a little bit before, Kylie and I will be doing some emoji something emoji charades (laughs) and i submitted mine today so we don't have to act it out do we (laughs) no 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 they just show the emojis and we have to decide what the word or phrase is i think it's just called charades because they're emojis 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 exactly got it yeah got it that would be my guess (laughs) yeah tune in yeah it'll be really exciting yeah okay everybody have a great week and we will catch you next time thanks lauren for joining me. Yeah. Bye guys. Bye.